This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Live. Live from the Toad Hop Network studios in Hollywood. This, this is the ToadHopNetwork.com. It's a groovy way of relaxing. Radio worth watching. Radio worth watching. Hey, and welcome to a brand new Geekscape here on the Toad Hop Network, our partners in crime. Uh, we've got a huge show today on Geekscape. We've got uh, X-Force writer Sam Humphreys. He's got the new Uncanny X-Force book coming out next week. And also That's sitting over here. Well, yeah, hell yeah. Hell yeah. I'm pumped after that song. Did you, Are you write pumped? that song? Uh, I did not write that song. <laughs> I heard that Kobe listens to that before every game. Well, that would explain the Lakers season, wouldn't it? Yeah, uh, <laughs> we've got uh, Sean Madden over here from Geekscape.net, one of our top writers, who uh, almost blew up the site yesterday with his news of a rumored Fallout TV series. That was a huge get for you, Sean. You get to live another day. Um, Sean's in the studio. we got Sam in the studio. Later on, we're going to have a snippet from a conversation I had with Peter Farrelly, the director of Dumb and Dumber, me, myself, and Irene. He's got a new movie coming out called Movie 43 that's basically got all of Hollywood in it. And uh, also at the break, we're going to be talking to Ken Christensen, who is a writer who's got a brand new book out from Image that came out last uh, came out yesterday, called Todd the Ugliest Kid on Earth. And um, that one's out. We're going to be talking to him at the half hour break. But let's start here with Mr. Humphreys. Yeah, let's do this. Geekscape. Am, am I on TV? Uh, you, you, you're, this you're, HBO? You're, you're here right now. This is unbelievable. No, no, not HBO. What? No, no. Like, it's 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 uh, Cinemax. 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 Oh, fair. Cinemax. Close enough. Let's and uh, I'll get there one day. I lowered my volume because the song that Johnny was playing before was no, a little, no, 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 that's little annoying. Mine and that's that's your loud. that's your volume. Okay, all right, yeah. I you will can turn it back up a little bit. All right, I got you. How's that? Is that good? Okay, sorry about that. Sorry about that, listener. That's me. Um, yeah, Johnny, that music you were playing, that 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 bongo music. I had to turn that stuff down, but I love you, brother. What what was that? Was that? Did you write that song? No. That was that was Johnny's uh, Aboriginal music. I think um, Axl Rose wrote that song. So so Sam Humphreys over here. Let's just give you the background. He's a, an old Geekscape friend. I remember yeah. we met Comic Cons years past when nobody wanted know. anything to do with him. Yeah. <laughs> Sam Sam had nowhere to sign his little indie sex books. That's right. And uh, not just any sex book. 
his indie dog, dog sex, sex book. books. And, and oh, we're yeah. not being silly here. He no, literally wrote a book about bestiality. bestiality. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so he'd written his book, and he's looking for a place to sign it, and he's being turned away by yeah. everybody. Everybody at Comic-Con. They almost okay, didn't let him in. Who's going to put it down? <laughs> <laughs> Sam, Sam, I, love this, I love the version of this story. <laughs> the version of the story? Oh, you mean the fact. All right, so 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 Sam was – he came to me and goes, Jonathan, listen. They, they Like, I lied to get into the con. Can you please give me a place to sign? And I was like, listen, man. Okay, can, you, can you give me a place to sign and maybe a fake beard so they don't throw me out the door? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh... and, and so I gave him a girl named Sheila. And uh, so what happened was he brings oh, no, this I book. The book is basically pornography. Uh, he brings this book. This is a couple oh. years ago. And he signs it at our booth. And we become friends because obviously somebody as sick and twisted as that guy is going to take to me. And uh, yeah. we've been friends a couple years. And then in the last couple years, Sam Humphreys has started to blow up on the comic book. Uh, on the comic book field over here. Marvel's biggest books. He's writing some of Marvel's biggest books. I mean, when he got the, the gig with the Ultimates, I was like, well, that's the last time he returns my phone calls. <laughs> <laughs> turns out and it, that it, was true. Turns uh, out, it turns out it was only the last time that you wrote about bestiality. But <laughs> you wrote so far. But you've been writing the Ultimates. <laughs> so far, I got a lot of career ahead of me. Well, that's an opinion. You know, uh, you've been writing the Ultimates. I've been writing the Ultimates. That's correct. What else yeah. you've been writing? Uh, I've been, uh, you know, for Marvel, I've been writing uh, the Ultimates and uh, Uncanny X Force. Um, I, uh, for Boom, I, I wrote a book called Fanboys vs. Zombies. That was a lot of fun. Uh, a book called Higher Earth. And uh, also a self-published book called Sacrifice, mm -hmm. a new issue which also comes out this Wednesday. So this coming Wednesday, you got the Uncanny X-Force coming out. Yeah, and the relaunch of Sacrifice, which is like my weird... Can I swear on this show? You can swear all you want, sir. Oh, motherfucker. I've been holding back. <laughs> no, no, no. We're, 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 we're four and... minutes in and the word bestiality has been thrown around like nothing. Yeah, but you don't get censored for that. Yeah. Uh, that's, a, that's, a, that's a scientific term, sir. Uh, yeah, and uh, um, so it's a, it's a relaunch of my weird self-published indie book about uh, time travel and Aztecs and Joy Division. Um, so I'm really excited. I'm excited for it to be back. And you're going to plan a collected edition once it's all done because it's been sporadic. It's been hard we'll to, do, it's yeah, been hard yeah, to yeah, catch sacrifice. Yeah, yeah, it has. I mean, it's a, it's a self-published book, uh, which is tough. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a tough, tough thing to do to maintain a, a book. And, um <clears throat> We started the book, myself and artist Dalton Rose. That was our first ongoing full-length. I'd only done one full-length comic before, and it was a one-shot. That was Our Love is Real. Um, so we did three issues, and then we both burned out. He needed a break. I needed a break. You um, both needed money. We both needed money. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> right, yeah. Right. Self-publishing does not pay at all. Um, so uh, what we and then when we got back on the horse, we knew that we wanted to do the last three issues. It's always a, a six-issue limited series. Want to do the last three issues all monthly, just boom, 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 get it done. So that involves a lot of work behind the scenes, people asking us about it. We just stay quiet. Um, we don't want to overpromise. So we did a lot. Who, of, who's a lot asking of the work. you? Who's asking your parents? Yeah. Like when are we gonna when are we gonna get that money? My, mom, my mom's hitting <laughs> me up. When do we get that loan? Mom's just hitting me up. Uh, Sam, give us some of that me. ultimate's money. Uh, so uh, so we we did a lot of behind the scenes to make sure we were get ahead enough that we could do monthly shipping. So that's what we're doing. <laughs> January, February, March, uh, that'll be the conclusion of the book called The End of the World, tentative title, End of the World. Um, and, uh, yeah, so it's, it's, been, it's been a productive year, but, you know, most of the time, sacrifice was out of the spotlight, and now we're bringing it back. I love the idea. When we were at lunch and you were telling me that idea, right. I was like, how's this going to work? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> immediately it seemed like an idea that was super cool, and it rode the line of it's either going to work or not going to work. A kid from our time who's a big punk rock, a Joy Division fan, yeah, exactly. goes back right before the Aztecs are about to get extinguished by the, by the uh, Spaniards, yep. and he's got 
X amount of time, knowing history, he's got X amount of time to stave off complete extinction. Exactly, and that's kind of where we pick off, you know, pick up the book. Uh, the first couple issues were really about him adjusting and surviving in, in, in what is the, the probably one of the most bloodthirsty cultures in all of human history, uh, trying to get by, and now he's, he's kind of got some footing and he's got to make some decisions about whether or not he's going to try and change history. That's what issue four is all about, like how far is he willing to go to try and save the Aztecs and whether or not that works out for him. Right. We, we shall see. And now the Ultimates. When, yes. when you joined Jonathan Hickman on the Ultimates, mm -hmm. I love Jonathan Hickman. Oh, no, he's great. He's, he's a bastard. He's so damn smart. His he's books are all worth reading. I know, yeah. So when you joined him on, on, on Ultimates, what was that about? Like how did you get that gig? Well, I mean, I got the gig because Jonathan had to leave the book, and it was a secret at the time. You know, everyone's like, why, all, all why the, the hell? Now. But, but now, now we all know it was Marvel Now. He's taken on both Avengers books. Uh, that's three books a month, I, I believe, on a regular basis. And, you know, Hickman, he does every book with, like, a 12-year a plan. You know, yeah. he's, he's got it laid out for, for far, far in the future. Yeah. Um, so, you know, he had, to, he had to step back on Ultimates pretty rapidly, very quickly. Um, in order to make the schedule uh, for Avengers and New Avengers. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'd done uh, John Carter, Gods of Mars with Marvel. Uh, I hadn't blown my foot off. I wasn't a jerk to work with, or that's what they tell me at least. And uh, so there's, a, there's an opportunity. You know, Marvel's, Marvel's really good about taking new talent, building them up in ways that make sense. Not building them up too fast, but letting them get their sea legs and go step by step. So hey, John, Sam, listen, we're going to give you a big gig, but you're not going to go back to writing about dog-fucking, are you? I can write any creator on that I want. Keep I in mind, our love, I, I do love, our, I love Our oh, Love Is Now. I know, I know you. Like the book you were signing at our booth, Our Love Is Now, I love it. Our Love Is Real. Our, our Love Is Real. So I love that book, and yeah. I got like the second or third edition, I think the second edition of the book that you were signing at Comic-Con that oh, summer. Yeah. Oh, I had the third, but I think I gave you the second. Yeah. And those things on eBay... They, the the they, first one yeah, yeah. was in such a limited run that people they, was, they were collecting. They all were. The first four printings were really limited. I mean, people are like, wow, you had five printings? It's like, yeah, but they were all like 300 copies until the fifth yeah. one. Which and he did a really different. smart thing where each cover has a different artwork. Yeah. You know, so. Variance is the hot. And it's, yeah, and it's so really well written. And that, that opened the door. That opened the door. Yeah, absolutely. It did. Um, it was Our Love is Real that got me on the phone with Marvel. You know, I had a. Uh, Our Love is Real as. as People are now picking up here today on the show. Uh, it's pretty esoteric. Yeah. Uh, Sacrifice is more of a traditional like adventure story. I mean, it's not really traditional, but compared to the dog sex book, it's pretty traditional. <laughs> it's a hero's journey. There's a viewpoint character, all this shit. So I really thought like Arlo is real, might kick up some dust for me, but Sacrifice would really kind of put me over the edge or get, get, get a publisher to uh, call me. But it was after Arlo is real that uh, I got a call from... Axel Alonso, editor-in-chief of Marvel, and he's like, I really enjoyed All of His Real, and I want to get you in the oh, face of Marvel. And I was like, are <laughs> oh, you... Oh, more of this steamy stuff. I was like, are you sure you read Our Love Is Real? <laughs> yeah. I have to ask this right now before we go any further. Are you sure you actually read the book? And he's like, yeah, absolutely. And, and they dropped you at an interesting time in the Ultimates books, because they dropped you oh, yeah. at Divided We Stand. We, that was, um, that was after. I, we, well, yeah, when you, I was on, we, we started planning to uh, Divide We Fall, United okay. We Stand. And then you're yeah. teasing, uh, there's another event coming up. Uh, yeah, in the coming up, uh, all, all I could say is called uh, uh, Ultimate Infinity. And, uh, all I can say, get him out of here. No, but I mean, he doesn't it, want to give us any juice. If you actually read comics, you pretty much get know him out of here. Or if you've been cool. reading uh, The Ultimates, you Ultimates. know where I'm going with this. Get the fuck out! <laughs> uh, I was a little slow right. in the draw. It could have been a little faster, <laughs> I mean, Jonathan. So you got, a, you got a lot of coming in that book, right? Yeah, there's a lot planned. I'm um, not going to make you spill. 
No, no, no. Yeah, but uh, I will. I will. We we we've got a lot planned, and um, you know, I came on doing three issues with Jonathan, and that was um, kind of wrapping up his his storyline. But now, you know, we've had the opportunity to really uh, see things in advance and kind of put pieces on the board and move them around. Um, in the the next couple issues, part of the reconstruction storyline, mm-hmm. you'll see uh, us following up um, some things that we've been planning as far back as issue ten. Okay. I think the next issue out is twenty. Uh, and and already there's there's signs of things that, that we started teasing way back like ten issues ago. Yeah, you, ten issues has been a long time. I'm just di- be, I'm over here dissing phone calls. On <laughs> Are we going to be seeing some new characters popping up? And yes, well, uh, new ultimate versions new ultimate of Marvel version. universe characters. I mean, I'm not going to ask anything straight out, but I know yeah. Marvel Marvel's movies and their characters kind of streamline. Are those Are those doing well? I hadn't. I don't know. <laughs> no, I don't, no, not at no, all. No, no, no. But I mean. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I mean, it's true. It's I mean, you still have one Ant Man left that you haven't killed yet in the Ultimate Universe. So. <laughs> 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 still the other two are just. Well, we uh, we did, we just brought in uh, we just introduced the Ultimate version of Cassie Lang, mm-hmm. yes, Scott, uh, uh, Scott Lang's niece in the Ultimate Universe. Uh, you're on the clock. Her time. <laughs> you're yeah, on the right? clock, Cassie. <laughs> she'll she'll be the uh, the giant woman of the team. Right. Um, and then we got. I'm trying. I'm trying to remember which what happens in what issue. But let me see. Nineteen twenty twenty one. Uh, start, starting in 22, you'll see uh, a, a bunch, five Marvel Universe characters, ultimate versions of them, uh, come out in a big way. Okay. Uh, so I'm really excited. It's a, it's a really cool story. I just finished one of the scripts the other night, um, and I think uh, fans will be shocked and surprised and titillated and pleased. Well, I... I uh, yeah. Get ready, John. <laughs> I mean, after, after Ultimatum, a lot of fans fell off, but I think the Ultimate Universe has actually picked back up. It's yeah, really well, right it's, now. I mean... The, Ultimate it's, is right, like, bailed. Yeah, yeah a lot of people about this, yeah. Name, but, I mean, Ultimate Spider-Man's great right now. I mean, Ultimate Spider-Man is fantastic. It's, yeah. uh, I, I love Miles Morales. I, I think that character's going to outlive us all. He's one of the best characters of, since the, the 60s, since the original yeah. Marvel boom. Um, so, I, 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 I'm, I'm proud... To say that I was the second person to ever write Miles Morales, <laughs> my most promising bid for immortality. I, I wrote him for a handful of panels during the event. Um, so, uh, yeah, you know, the, the Ultimate Universe is great because it's a place where you can take these iconic characters. You got Captain America and, and Thor and Iron Man. You can do things with them you can't do anywhere else. It's your job to do things with them that you can't do. In the Marvel universe, you can't do it in the movies, the video games. Then you'll end up with Dan Slott again. Hey, you'll end up with Dan Slott. You'll end up with Dan Slott. Poor Dan, I know. You guys heard me last week talking about uh, Superior Spider-Man and how much I enjoy it. You know, oh, that's I great. enjoy it. Oh, you I know, love but, it. but then you got that Obi Wan Peter, and I'm like, no, don't show the hand yet. Like, <laughs> but that's like, not, I, you know, and I was talking to, to the the fan, like I was talking to Ian Kerner, and he's like, yeah, but a fan like me who misses Peter, like that, really put me at ease. And I'm like, dude. I I don't even want to worry about fans like you well, see, that's, who, who, I don't even who need that's their it. they need like their warm blanket. I'm like, dude, chill out. I think that's like not even like the hand yet. That's just like a little. <laughs> well, Sam knows. We're gonna shake it out of him over the next uh, yeah. couple. But like I told, I talked to you about it. I think a lot of people thought it was a death story, but it's more of like a Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde, mm-hmm. but in reverse. Yeah, yeah. Where Peter's kind of the conscience, but he's not not. Yeah, he's ethereal. Um, so if I'm reading Hopeless's X Force with Cable leading oh, yeah. the team, yeah, mm-hmm. why am I going to pick up the Bishop Uncanny X Force next week? Oh, because give us your plug. Uncanny X Force is clearly the better of the two. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, uh, we got we got we got 
Uh, we got no, yeah, no. We got cable. We got we got cable. We got cable running around, and and he's got like the quote unquote. Uh, who knows what they're doing? Time terrorist group, right? Yeah, with with Colossus well, they're, and everybody. They're, they're, What's they're your both story? Very different books. Okay, very different books. They they take a very different territory. They're going down very different paths, and that's something that happened very organically. It's funny because I've known Dennis for a number of years. We're good pals. We uh, love talking shit at each other. On, or on uh, podcasts, on, on radio, on, uh, yes, yeah. on radio uh, worth watching. Radio worth watching. That's where right. I like to do most of my shit talking. My name is Sam Humphreys. This is Toad Hop Network. Dennis, anytime you want to hop on this, yeah. Um, but uh, you know, they're, they're they're really very different stories. Um, Rick's Rick, Rick's one run was you know a great run. I loved his run on Uncanny X Force. Incredible, very, very great. It was incredible. Yeah. But yeah. that was it was incredible. But the, so the 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 thing about X Force, it's been through a lot of phases over the years, and the only constant is is constant reinvention. Mm -hmm. Every time it's relaunched, it has a whole other vibe to it. It has a whole other uh, uh, direction. It has a whole other soul. The soul of the book changes every time. Um, and that's what both these books have done here um, after Rick Remender's run. You know, Rick's run was all about the, the black ops and the wet works, and Dennis is taking Cable and the X-Force down the, you know, the time-traveling terrorist direction. And uh, we're taking a hard left into... Uh, Mutant Ninja Noir territory in Uncanny X Force. Sold. Um, Sold. There you go. Mutant Ninja Noir. Mutant Ninja Noir. I love that. Yeah. I was on the fence, and then Phantom X. And who's on the team? Who's on the team? You got Bishop. Here's, here's what we got. In the no, book. Bishop's we, not on we the got, team. Um, or, or yeah. Here, here's what we got in the book. I'll put it okay. that way. Okay. Uh, we've, we've got Psylocke. Mm -hmm. uh, we've got Storm. We got Spiral. We got Puck. Uh, we've got Phantom X. We got Cluster. Who female Phantom X. Female Phantom in, right. in a sense. In a uh, sense. Phantom X died. He had three brains, and when he got cloned, they split the brains into three right. different bodies, um, which is going to be really interesting. And the, the third Phantom X, the, the Phantom X with the, the sentinel Phantom brain, <laughs> the asshole Phantom X, uh, he's going to be coming up real quick. But before that, we, our main bad guy is Bishop. Mm -hmm. And uh, he's a really intriguing character because he's a fan favorite. Uh, but he's been through so many different... Phases in his life as a character. Yeah, because he's been missing since uh, the the whole yeah. Yeah. Bishop, in the future. Yeah. Right? yeah, but he's a you know he's a character who's always always no matter what he's doing he's always a zealot. You know, right? Whatever he does, he does it a hundred. At, at what point does he realize shit? Maybe I was wrong because I'm still alive maybe and I I, I have think. yet to see a concentration camp full maybe of mutants. Because we got we got a lot of plans for Bishop and a lot of it uh, has to do with him redemption uh, coming to terms with. Uh, where where he's been, what he's been doing, you know, he uh, it's funny because he was a comrade, a teammate of a lot of people on X Force. Of course. And yeah. uh, when he um, when he went rogue, he got abandoned in the future. He was in the sixty eighth century. It's a long fucking time in the future, <laughs> you know. Like yeah. who knows what the fuck is going he's on? He's bored out of his mind. So he comes back. When he comes back, he's in full on zealot mode. You know, he's like dropping his gloves. He's attacking them with the mm -hmm. ferocity of like a hundred grizzly bears, and they don't know where he's been or what he's been doing or what kind of price he's had to pay to survive in the future. You know, that it's like you didn't. It's like you didn't know a family member went off to prison, and when he gets out, he just like without telling you, just shows back up, but he's a complete asshole. Oh yeah, <laughs> so like, it's like that. Or, or he just starts taking swings at you. Hey boy, you I'm going to teach you how to throw a ball, and you're like, what the fuck is wrong with you? He just starts yeah. chucking shit at your head. Been there, done that. Yeah, been that, there. That is your life. Mm -hmm. That is the Jonathan London's X Force right there. That's right. So we third, got third book reinvention got, right there. there. You go. So we got, we got plans for Bishop. We got plans mm -hmm. for Bishop. Like a giant mechanical arm that's too long for his body? No. No, no that's the other book. <laughs> I love the crane arm, actually. But, <laughs> but, 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 but Dennis, like, answer me this. How the fuck does Cable pick his nose? 
or wipe his ass. He's got the other arm. But it doesn't work. A little crip arm doesn't work. And if he's not ambidextrous, I don't know how he's going to do that. Are you, are you just, just, uh, just disregarding facts that don't support I'm trying your to, I'm trying to find out where that book is going. Uh, when are you going to answer that question? How does, that's, what I, that's why I read comics. I'm like, I wonder how this person wipes her ass. Yeah. Hmm. We'll get to that. How, do, how does Bishop wipe his ass? <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a whole story. Was there toilet paper in the 60th century? <laughs> find out. Okay, so dark uh, toilet paper. So, obvi- so obviously, I, I take things like art and I take them to their most uh, loud and obnoxiously crude level. But oh, you, I know um, I haven't noticed. Really. Yeah, you haven't noticed. Yeah. Um, so that's my segue to tell you guys that uh, I actually had a conversation with Peter Ferrelli, mm. who directed Dumb and Dumber, me, myself, and Irene. Uh, something about Mary, amazing director. He's got a new movie coming out next week called uh, Movie Forty Three. It has basically the entire room of the Golden Globes in oh, this yeah. movie, and they're all doing intensely crude stuff. And he called up uh, Geekscape to talk about the movie, and I got a chance to talk to him. I'll tell you guys right now, I'm only going to play you guys a snippet of the conversation because we got Sam here and we got to keep going. But yeah, I'm bumping that guy. You're bumping <laughs> Peter Suck Perilla. it, Peter. <laughs> but if you want to hear the full interview, uh, click the subscribe button or subscribe to Geekscape on iTunes, and I will put the entire uh, Peter Frelli interview up early next week. So you're not going to get it here on Toad Hop yet, but if you want to get it early before the movie comes out, subscribe to Geekscape on iTunes, or just click the little button on the player that you're watching right now or listening to, and subscribe to Geekscape. Uh, what's funny is we had a great conversation. He actually called me on the way to the studio today to be like, Jonathan, I don't know if we covered this in the interview, but these shorts, the movie movie 43 is like Kentucky Fried Movie. Yeah, it's, like it's a sketches. bunch of different sketches. Yeah, yeah. But he called me to be like, Jonathan, I don't, I didn't know to mention this in the interview. There actually, there's actually a through line, and like bookends. The through line is that Dennis Quaid is like a down and out movie producer, and he goes into pitch like common oh, like and this. guys. He pitches them these different ideas for movies. Yeah. And they just keep shooting. Each of these shoot, each yeah. And, and by the time, but there's like a shotgun involved. They start going crazy. They start yelling at each other. <laughs> and each of these little shorts that you see in the movie are one of his pitches for a film. Okay. And that's how you get yeah. movie forty three. Like and uh, here's me and Peter. Here's a little preview. Again, you got to subscribe to Geekscape on iTunes if you want to hear it. Here's a little preview of my conversation with Peter. The way we did it is, our producer, Charlie Wessler, uh, was, um, uh, he, he knows these guys. He's just one of these people, he's been in the business, he was a PA on, on Star Wars, you know. Wow. He's been around, and he knows everybody, so he could call them personally, call Richard Gere and say, Hey, Richard, you want to do this uh, short film we're doing? They get no money, it's a $6 million movie, the entire thing, but it's going to really gonna kind of break some boundaries. And Richard would say, well, I'd love to, except I'm busy for next year. He says, well, when are you available? Because a year from February. He goes, great, we'll do it then. And that's how we made the movie. We made the movie over three and a half years in bursts. We do like three days here, three days there, and just waited for everybody to get available. So uh, it's just a crazy, crazy cast, and they're doing crazy things. So that's Movie 43, and that's how Peter was talking about putting the movie together over three years and getting people like Halle Berry and uh, yeah. you know, Naomi Watts and you know, Wolverine, Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman. <laughs> Again, Wolverine. Wolverine up in this <laughs> yeah. movie. Wow, Wolverine. The, the, the Golden Globes, I think my favorite tweet from the Golden Globes was I tweeted, you know what, in another three or four years, everybody in this room is going to have made a shitty comic book movie. <laughs> Are you quoting your own Twitter? I am. Is that what's going yes, on? I am. Oh, I'm, I, oh, I'm sorry, not your show. Um, do, you, do, you, do you think I need to see movie 42 to understand movie 43? I'm not sure, sir. I'm not sure. You talk to the guy. Go, go, ahead, go, ahead, and go ahead and look, and look for it. Movie 44. Go ahead and look for it. Maybe. Maybe. Um, you want to take a call? Yeah, let's take a let's call. Take a call. All, yeah, right. Who's out there? All right. Here we go. Here. Call to say what's All right. Up. Eric, up now. Area code 417. Here we go. You are on the air. Area code 417. What's up? Hello? Who? Yeah, who's this? This is Nathan. 
Hey Nathan, Yo, you, got a, you, got a question? Up, Nathan? you got a question for Sam? Uh, yeah, um, I was listening to the program, but I couldn't as I was calling. Um, so yeah, you're gonna make Bishop a, a huge asshole like he normally is. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I I disagree with the premise of that question. <laughs> uh, you know what, uh, Bishop? Bishop cannot really outrun the sins of his past. You know, uh, they, they they must be accounted for. Um, I'm not. That doesn't mean he's going to be an asshole, uh, but it means that we just can't ignore it and sweep that phase of his life under under the rug. He did shoot Professor X. He did hunt down. Cable and Hope. Uh, he was he oh, was God, possessed. Yeah. He was like the fucking nemesis of Resident Evil in that one. Yeah, right. You can't you can't just pretend that shit never happened. So I yes. I, I, I would say that we're not making uh, Bishop uh, an asshole as much as we're taking the Bishop as we last saw him and we're moving him forward. Okay. <laughs> Thanks a lot for calling, Nathan. All right, thank you. Thanks, man. Wow, that was like, the, the best phone call. I love that phone call. <laughs> that was the best Nathan, phone call we had. Yo, Nathan, <laughs> Nathan, Nathan, hey. Nathan, you're so awesome. Really. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> thank you, bud. Hey, let's, let's grab another. Yeah, let's do it. Yo, 484, you are on with uh, Sam Humphreys. What's up? Yeah, uh, this question for the guy who looks like one half of Gnarls Barkley. Yo. <laughs> Why not both halves of Gnarls Barkley, uh, huh? Uh, so... You know, I got, I I got the like smile of CeeLo. You were on a show called The St. Mort Show, and uh, <laughs> you was talking about maybe a sequel to Our Love is Real. Is uh, anything going to happen with that? You. Uh, <laughs> is, uh, is anything going to happen with it? Let's see, are you my, gonna my, my best guess is yes. Uh, we, we, we've talked about the sequel. I know what the sequel is. I know what the story is. I, I actually know what the first page is. Um, oh, he's got the first page. Don't you worry, Matt. He's so, got the first page. But, you know, I, I, I've been getting uh, busy. I'm not Matt, but that guy's pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you, Matt. I hope you're talking how'd about you me. Get, uh, how'd you get fucking Topher Grace to be on your show, too? He's looking pretty good on that camera there. <laughs> no, Topher Grace, that's, that's like the worst. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Better better one, right? Hey, hey Matt, I, Matt, I got one sound effect for you. Don't like them titties. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jonathan, I got a confession to make. This is actually Matt Kelly. So. <laughs> I had no idea. Yeah, really? I'm so shocked. Because I get a lot of people asking me about the same board show. So. <laughs> and if anyone can tell us where that's from, please call in and tell us. I love we're... that all of my fucking sound clips are coming back to haunt me. In the <laughs> so Matt, 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 I get mad during the week to just go out and find me shit well, on the sound effects. No, no, he then, does... then maybe you can answer that question. Matt, what is that one from, the go to sleep? Yeah, what's the go to sleep from? That's from TCU. Come on, go to sleep, go to sleep. Yo, yo, yo oh, Matt, Matt, I'm gonna commission. You. We gotta commission you to get uh, in in double impact the <laughs> the, the uh, black silk underwear for when Van Dam goes. Why don't you take your black silk underwear and your photograph and go the fuck back to Disneyland? That's a good one. You gotta <laughs> go. That's my favorite one. When I thought of getting the get the fuck out clip from fucking uh, was it uh, Trading Places? This I was one? very happy get with that the one. Fuck Ow. <laughs> That's a pretty good one. All right, we're turning into a zoo crew here. Uh, uh, ooga. <laughs> you, All right, well, you know, I just felt like Walt hasn't called in yet, so someone needs to, like, bring the party like he did last week, so <laughs> I figured it was time. Uh, if you guys want more of Thanks, Matt Kelly, bud. you can listen to The St. Mort Show on Geekscape. Go to geekscape.net and subscribe to The St. Mort Show. That's Matt, uh, and he usually spends about an hour with a guest or a musical guest hanging out and being as I've been on the show. It was now. awesome. Yeah. It was great. We love, love Matt. Matt. Yeah. What's up, Matt? It's good to hear from you. 
Yeah, so you, good to see you too. Peace. <laughs> see you, bud. Hey, Johnny, are you playing my outro music into the uh, the advertising? That's one thing about being on Toad Hop on the Toad Hop Network, folks. We got to uh, play some spots and, and we got to pay the fiddler. Um, this is Geekscape. You can check out all our news at Geekscape.net. We're going to be right back with Sam Humphreys, and on the phone when we get back from break is going to be uh, Ken Christensen, the writer of Todd, the Ugliest Kid on Earth. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. To leave your house to shop, to crawl through traffic to the mall, just to find the thing you wanted, isn't even there at all. Amazon.com is the answer. Shop at home and style and ease. Find exactly what you want. Ordering your stuff's free. Books on tape. Games galore. Everything you're looking for. Kindle. Cameras. Electronics. Baby Einstein. Hooked on phonics. Blu-ray. Movies. And TV. Downloads. Music. MP3. Pixar. Disney. Microphones. Pet supplies and doggy bones. World of Warcraft. Nancy Drew. Sims. The Scruff System too. Click Amazon. You'll smile with glee. Sometimes shipping's even free. Hey, Toad Hop listeners, this is Freddie Lockhart and Candace Thompson with What's Good, starring Freddie Lockhart and Candace Thompson. And we are a show that knows a little bit about a lot. We talk about hip-hop, we talk about other people who can't help themselves, and we talk about all sorts of things, music, TV, gossip, you name it, we do it. Be sure to check out our show live every Tuesday, 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on the ToadHopNetwork.com. And if you miss it, go back and watch it on ToadHopNetwork.com or download the audio from iTunes. Don't be a jerk. Do it. While you're there, leave a comment and rate the show. It's very important, Candace. They have to leave a comment and rate the show. You know why? Why? Otherwise, we'll be on the bottom. And we'd like to be on the top, don't we? I know I do. Yeah, girl. Does your car smell like... You need scent bomb. Does your house smell like... Get some scent bomb. Does the bathroom smell like... Get some scent bomb. Go to GetSomeScentBomb.com today for the best air freshener you've ever tried. We are so confident that you will love Scent Bomb that we're giving away a free bottle to the next 12 customers to type in the promo code RADIO at checkout. If you're tired of weak air fresheners, try Scent Bomb. Scent Bomb is a concentrated air freshener, so all you need is just a couple of sprays and the smell will last for days. That's right. You spray it today and you still smell it tomorrow. We guarantee that it's the best air freshener you've ever tried. So go to GetSomeScentBomb.com and enter the promo code RADIO at checkout to get your free bottle today. There's nearly 100 fragrances to choose from. So go to GetSomeScentBomb.com. That's GetSomeScentBomb.com. Is that hunk of junk you call a car always breaking down and leaving you in the dust? Log on to Dyson-Motors.com and check out Dyson's full inventory online. With hundreds of quality cars in stock of all makes and models, you can find the next car of your dreams in minutes. And know you're getting super low pricing. Purchase a car today from Dyson Motors and receive a year of free oil changes. Bad credit? Worried about financing? Log on and get pre-approved in seconds. Go to Dyson-Motors.com and find your new car today. Hey, Toad Hop listeners, the sports guru. And the butt knocker. From the Sportscast, Wednesdays, 4 to 6, Pacific Standard Time. You got to check us out, man. We do sports like nobody else. Cover NHL, NBA, NCAA, NFL. We cover all sports. We got You Got Not the Fuck Out, Bonehead of the Week. Check us out on Toad Hop Network, 4 to 6 on Wednesdays. And if you miss it, go back and watch it live, ToadHopNetwork.com, or download the audio from iTunes. While you're there, leave a comment and rate the show. Hey, guys, we need it. We're the nickel and dime show of the network. Check us out. A lot of fun. With Gamefly, choose from over 6,000 titles. Play as long as you want and send them back when you're done. $8.95 to start, no late fees. Gamefly.com. Games delivered. 
You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. All right, so I found out during the break that you can't preview the phone calls. So I'm expecting Ken Christensen's phone call. I'm guessing this is it. Phone callers, if you're not Ken, I'm going to boot you because uh, I want to call my. I want to talk to my buddy and find out how his book is doing. Um, this is Geekscape. You are on the line. Who's this? Jonathan, this is Ken. Hey, Ken Christensen, All everybody. All right, jackpot. Jackpot. <laughs> Feeling lucky? So, so, Ken, while I'm on break, the, the Skype that we use to answer the phone calls is on mute. So I can't even preview you. I can't get you on the line and then be like, all right, Ken, hold on. We're about to come back from break. I just have to, like, fly blind. I don't see uh, your name or anything on here. I just see your phone number. And uh, on the phone is Ken Christensen. He's got a new book out called Todd. I think it's based on me. Is it based on me? Todd, the ugliest kid on earth? <laughs> Yeah, it's based on you and Todd Salon. <laughs> Love style. And the book is out from Image. Uh, what, are, what are you doing over here, Johnny? I just distracted me. There you go. Um, the book is out from Image. It came out yesterday. It's on stands right now. If you guys are uh, listening to this and you want to go out and pick up uh, Ken's book, it's on stands. Um, so, Ken, what's the book about? Tell me, tell me, just give me the pitch for the audience. The pitch, I mean, it's, a, it's, a, it's the most dysfunctional family in America, basically. It's... Uh, it's an outrageous, you know, politically incorrect, not for children uh, comedy. Uh, and story-wise, uh, it's about the ugliest kid on earth trying to make friends, and everybody he uh, tries to make friends with ends up dead. That book sounds awesome. He gets falsely, falsely accused of a of a child murder spree that he did not commit. Jesus, and ends up going to prison. <laughs> Uh, and and as a child, have to navigate uh, an adult prison. Wow, so. that's harsh. That's just. <laughs> no, can yeah. I go over to Johnny's? No, 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 no. no, no. You can't go over there. Now, 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 where did you draw inspiration, Ken? <laughs> you know, I, I spent the uh, I spent the last few years in jail. Uh, so that's, a that's child, part of it. As a child. <laughs> but and, uh, uh, and you know, the artist is M. K. Perker, who you, you probably know from. Yeah. From Air and Cairo and uh, oh, he's good. He's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I mean, flipping through the book, I'm like, dude, you got a sick artist for this. I mean, the guy was nominated for a uh, for an Eisner, wasn't he? Yeah, nominated for for an Eisner for best new series for Air when that came out, and uh, he was my uh, he was my storyboard artist uh, in film school, and we kind of got into comics together. I mean, basically, we were we were. Uh, we're working on our short films in film school, and he uh, he do my storyboards. He was my production designer, uh, my first short, and uh, and then you know we started developing comics, and we went out together to Comic Con in San Diego and started pitching uh, a few books, and uh, you know that's how he got noticed by by Karen Berger and, uh, and Ben Abernathy and, and uh, the folks at Vertigo DC, and so. Uh, that and you were like, that his, dick, he left without me. <laughs> so uh, Ken and I, Ken was a year behind me at, at school, uh, at Columbia. We went to film school together. And uh, and you weren't into comics at all, which is, we could have been like best friends if you'd have been in comics, into comics while I was still yeah, there. Yeah, you really blew it. He really blew it being my best friend. I mean, uh, yeah, says Sam, the guy yeah. who's like, can I please sign at your booth? Marvel won't even look at me right now. And then a couple I'm years a later. Pariah. <laughs> Pariah. Um, Ken, that's awesome. You got into books. I didn't even know. I mean, I didn't even know you had gotten into books. I didn't even know you could read. He's trying to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, Jonathan, I feel like you and I have been uh, been through the Todd thing together over the years because 
It's based on my life. It was three or four Comic-Cons ago, I bumped into you, and you were like, what's going on with Todd the Ugliest Kid on Earth? Mm -hmm. And I said, oh, coming out from Image. And you were like, okay, when's it coming out? And I was like, it'll be out this year. Yeah, I do. I do remember that. I, I didn't want to bring it up in case there was any like, in case there was any business end stuff that you didn't want to bring up. I wasn't going to bring that up. But no, yeah, no, no. It's been you a know, journey. Uh, yeah. Well, what ha you know what happened with that is that uh, that MK got air right after you know we set it up at Image. So then all of a sudden he was you know he was working twenty four seven, you know, for Vertigo doing that. So. Um, Unfortunately or fortunately, air, uh, you know, got canceled. So right. that, and now he can that, uh, allowed him the freedom to, uh, to get back on Todd, and, and here we are. How many issues is Todd going to be right off the bat? This is a four, yeah, this is a four-issue limited series, and uh, if it does well, which it looks like it is, uh, they, the image uh, emailed me today to say it's sold out. All right. So, That's um, awesome. Congrats, Grant. That's awesome. Yeah. That's great. Sold out in one day, which is nice. Um, yeah. But uh, we will. Uh, we've got another four issue uh, mini that we want to do at the end of the year. So hopefully, uh, we'll have the freedom to do that. It just uh, depends on how this one does, you know. So basically, if you uh, if you're listening to this and your comic book store still has a couple, you've just heard from Ken that the thing's sold out. eBay go. Go pick it up. <laughs> go get go get yeah. it from your comic yeah. store. Force them to do a second printing so that Ken can make a little bit more money. And uh, force them, yeah, force them to go into a second and third printing of the book. You know what I mean? And uh, and then Ken's going to be uh, my co-host in February. The, the second issue of the book comes out on the 13th of February, but he, Ken's going to be That's my right. Ken's going to be my co-host uh, the week before that. That is awesome, Ken. Congrats so, on the sellout. So well do you have a do you have a shirts and shoes policy when I and if I co-host? No, uh, do, do, you, do, do you see Sam? Do you see Sam? I mean, he looks like a hobo up here. Look at this guy. <laughs> I can't you, see him. you just you just jealous of my swag, bro. <laughs> uh, actually, Haterade is actually, not a good look actually, for you. This summer at Comic Con, Ken, uh, it'll be like four or five years after the, that initial conversation on the floor where you were uh, talking about Todd. We'll have you sign at our booth, and then uh, a couple years later, like a year later, you'll be writing for for Marvel. You'll be uh, you'll be writing books like. Uh, like Sam's doing. Geekscape, the Geekscape's Geek the ultimate is launch a, pad. It's a, it's a, it's a good luck charm. Ge Geekscape's great for everybody but me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. You're this yeah. swanky booth, this, this swanky recording studio. We're broadcasting all around the world. Um, Ken, again, congrats on the book. Geekscape is, if you're listening to this, uh, the book is out on shelves right now, but it's going fast. And let's force Image to go into a second printing on this thing. Yeah. That is awesome. Let's do it, guys. Todd, cool. the ugliest kid on earth. That's so awesome. Uh, congrats, dude. Thanks Very for calling cool. in, man. Congratulations, man. Yeah, guys. Thanks, Sam. Thanks, Jonathan. You're the best. We'll uh, we'll see you. Uh, see you in a month. Uh, see you in a couple what? weeks. Next month. Yeah. A couple weeks. Even. All right, dude. Thanks for coming. Thanks for calling up. That's awesome. Thanks for your support. We'll talk later. Of course, brother. Ciao. You see that Geekscape, man? All you got to do is not run Geekscape. And I mean, yeah, I mean, give it a week, and Sean Madden's not gonna be giving, my, not gonna be answering phone calls. Yeah. I'll be like, Sean, you gotta post this news, and he's like, "Fuck you, man, like, man, oh, you kidding me? Right now, I'm ready for variety." Getting fights with deadline. You know? now, now, now the phone calls actually went up because it's like, "Yo, Jonathan, hook me up with some success." Yeah, jeez, you hit up. Yeah, while right. you sit there and, and, and hang out in like the lower realm somewhere. You I can mean, you've got, you hit me up. You've got some big stuff coming up. We do have some big stuff coming up. Uh, in the next in the next week or two, we should be able to tell you guys about the fate of Doc of the Dead. Ooh, no That'll shit. be huge. And I'm then, um, 
And then, yeah, we've been shooting that. Se- we, we shot that series with Doug Jones. Um, I'm trying to get a panel going at WonderCon so we can show you guys the, oh, yeah. the sci-fi fantasy wrestling thing <laughs> that we put together. I showed I showed Sean some clips before we started recording the show, and it was it's gonna be fun. Uh, we are working on some stuff. Geekscape.net's kind of the home base for all of our friends over here, like Sam, and, and our writers over here, like Sean, who are just kicking ass, and uh, our own creative pursuits, and of course, Matt Kelly, who could live without Matt Kelly up there. I know. There. What's up, Matt? Saint Moore. Oh, yeah. Sean, <laughs> Sean actually lived in his... I could live without him. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Matt. It sucks to be you. Well, he just call, he called me Topher Grace. <laughs> Topher Grace, that wasn't even close. Right? You get the yeah, one in the nerd either. community that's bad. Yeah, I, 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 I get... I, yeah, I know. Oh, no, no, I've heard like, the worst. Uh, the one Derek, is, Derek said Tom Hardy. You look like Tom Hardy? Yeah, Tom Hardy was a sexy get, fucking no, no. man. The one I get the most is Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg, yeah. Uh, yeah. I can see that too. Yeah. But that's an attitude thing, man. It's not an attitude thing. Yeah, it is. Guy. Well, you know, Mark Wahlberg <laughs> is well known from being from the Inland Empire, so. Yeah. <laughs> you know you is. know who is from the Inland Empire? Tyrese. Tyrese, oh, yeah. Tyrese is from the Tyrese. Inland Empire. Uh, we got our, the Geekscape shirts are made oh, at the same God. place that he gets his Mayhem shirts made. Oh, yeah. And it's out in the IE. And supposedly he was out there and he goes, hey, man. Do I get an IE discount for this on the inside? <laughs> I live in Temecula. I live in Temecula. Do I get an IE? I'm trying to find the uh, sound effect of... Here it is. Here it is. Here it is. When we ran into him and he was promoting Mayhem at Comic-Con. Mayhem, baby. It starts from the baby. That's right. <laughs> mayhem, baby. It starts from the baby. That's right. What does that mean? Mayhem. He rhymed baby with baby, so he must be talented. <laughs> Mayhem, baby. It starts from the baby. That's right. Well, see, n- next up, he's going to have like a, a baby fucking book. If you, and then he'll oh, be trying geez. to get our book. And then he's going to be a Marvel. Like, <laughs> if, uh, if you're wondering what that soundbite from, is from, it's from one of the best clips I've ever seen on the internet. Uh, we were at Comic-Con, and, Geek, and uh, Tyrese was out there with some gimp in a Mayhem costume promoting Mayhem like oh, two yeah, years ago. Yeah, yeah, no, I remember that. And, uh, and, and Gilmore went up to him and I interviewed him a little bit about the Mayhem comic, and the dude's ADD was like all over the map. He was, he was barely even looking at the camera he was just like yeah yeah geekscape whatever geekscape and then he, he sees a baby and he beelines it to the baby drags gilmore and the camera over the gimp in the in the in the in the mayhem costumes like this literally go to youtube and search for tyrese it, it starts from the baby and you'll find this clip and the guy holding the baby the baby's dad is like oh man it's tyrese and he's coming over to pinch my baby's cheeks and he's excited the baby is the only sane person yeah. in the situation <laughs> the baby is looking at tyrese like what the Fuck, this guy is oh insane. God. This guy's going to eat me. And he goes, <laughs> he goes, yeah, baby, mayhem, baby. That's right. It starts from the baby. Wow. Doesn't make any sense. But you know what? He actually handled the mic on Geekscape better than uh, Stan Lee did. Uh, oh, hey, hey, Johnny, can we work this into the uh, station ID uh, uh, rotation from here in the future? Listen to, listen to the station ID I tried to get a couple years ago from Stan Lee. All right, l- listen to this one. Hey, hello to everybody at Geekspace. This is Stan <laughs> Lee saying Excelsior. It's Geekscape. Dickscape. Yeah, not space. What did I say? Space. space. Dickscape. Yeah. Right. Hey, I didn't mean Dickscape. Hello to everybody at Dickscape. No. <laughs> yeah, that's Stan. That's Stan. You know, he's 81 years old. He's 90 years old. He's 90 years old. He's 90 years old. He's 90 years old. You know what? If, if we're, he been invented fucking comics. You know, he was 40 in the 60s. He was 40 in the 60s. The yeah. man was to call us Dickscape. We're Dickscape. You gotta buy a new URL. Dickscape. <laughs> I'll like, I'm so sorry I called you Dickspace. <laughs> I'm so sorry I used that word, space. So, Sam, we talked about the books you're writing right now. Yeah. And we talked about, uh, Matt Kelly brought up the uh, the possibility of a sequel to yeah. Our Love is Real. Absolutely. Now, 
what about some other work for Marvel? What about some other comic book stuff, either for Marvel or otherwise? You know, maybe for Boom or some of the other people uh, you work yeah, with? Yeah, actually, you know, I, I really the, the books I'm concentrating on right now are the books I have coming out right now are uh, Ultimates, Uncanny X-Force, and Sacrifice, mm-hmm. wrapping up Sacrifice. Uh, Higher Earth is, is, is winding down. I think we got two issues left for that to mm-hmm. come out from Boom. Um, and that's really all there is uh, that I can say out loud. Um, for real, dog, you're gonna yeah, do it like for real. that. I'm remember, sorry. remember that time nobody do, would let I'm you sign. Remember comic, remember Comic Con. Yeah, and yeah. you were like, "Please, Jonathan, you got a badge. You got, a, I got some books here, and they were all hand drawn and shit." Like, remember, <laughs> like when we hooked you up with, I you know, really, I don't know. I don't really remember that. Remember, the, remember. I don't think that really happened. No, I think it it's like it that. Out. It's like that drunk party hookup right now. <laughs> <laughs> Geekscape gives him a career, and all of a sudden he's like, "Okay." All right. uh, no, I you know uh, all, uh, last year I wrote a shit ton of comics. I right, wrote, I, wrote, I wrote a lot of comics, and I almost killed myself. It was great. I had a great time. Well, at first you don't but, succeed. But now, now I'm, I'm trying to slow down. You know, just, just writing two regular books for Marvel sounds like a fucking vacation at this point. I was right, writing right. like five or six books a month yeah. last year. Um, so I'm just, you know, first first three months of this year, I'm just I'm just focusing on those, getting ahead on those books. Um, and then I'll be doing more creator-owned books down the line. Fanboys resigns. Uh, Nope, I left Fanboys for no more. No, no, no. Oh well, it's it's still being published. I'm just yeah, not yeah, ready. You're not going right. to come back at any point. No, uh, I mean, I, I, it's it's definitely possible. I love that yeah. book. It was a lot of fun to write. I don't own the book. It's no, no, uh, I yeah, know. Yeah. Right. Uh, Shane Houghton uh, from you guys should have Shane on. He's awesome. Yeah. He, uh, you open up the Rolodex, brother. He did. Uh, uh, he co-created and wrote Reed Gunther, the um, the book that he originally. You know what? We published. had those guys sign at our booth too. Oh really? Yeah, we yeah, love those guys. Then you know Shane. Then you know who I'm yeah, talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, he was my first choice to replace me on Fanboys vs Zombies because he's a funny motherfucker. But Reed Gunther is all ages. It's a wonderful book, mm-hmm. but you don't get the twisted side of Shane Houghton that I know just from seeing him around right. LA. So uh, I'm really excited for his work on Fanboys vs Zombies. Uh, it will probably eclipse anything I did on the book. Uh, if, if I come back, it might just be for a jam issue or something yeah, like that. Yeah, but you left it in good hands. Oh, it, it was, it's, all, not, it's all I'm amicable. I'm not worried about it. It's all amicable. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because yeah, yeah. I heard some publishers talking shit about you. Let me see if I can think of it. Oh, yeah, whatever. What the fuck? Do you <laughs> that know? would be Geekscape. You know <laughs> yeah, exactly. That would be you just now on the radio. <laughs> radio worth watching. Um, I, I got a couple phone calls in, and I'm sorry oh. I couldn't pick up. Uh, Sam was talking about oh. his content. Yeah, because someone go. asked me a question. Let, let me answer this phone call real quick. You want right. to take it? Are you good? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do a call. Caller, what's up? All right, caller, you're on Geekscape. Sorry about the delay. What's up? Oh shit! It's a robot. Wait, uh, talk again. Hey, there you go. Hey. There you go. Hey, how's it going? Good, good. good. How you doing? What's your name, bud? Good, good. Hey, it's uh, it's Derek. Hey, it's oh. Derek from Canada. One of our hey. writers. Yeah, it's all the way from Canada. So where where like in Canada are you at, bud? But it's worth it. Where in Canada? Um, are you? I just wanted to ask if uh, if uh, Coke is Coke paying you for that product placement? You shut the fuck up, Derek. And if so, where's my cut? <laughs> <laughs> I, I know. I keep drinking the diet coke. I know. Oh, I'm, I'm trying to. So... What, what a what a great what a. Go on, go to sleep, go to sleep. Hey Derek. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Did he have like any real questions? Or... Yeah. Uh, no, no. That was it. I got a question okay, for Derek. Okay. Derek, where where are you at in Canada? Uh, I'm on Vancouver Island. Oh no shit! That's awesome. Yeah, this yeah, shit's going yeah. somewhere. Well, I, I was hoping he was going to say he's from Saskatchewan because Puck from Uncanny X-Force is from Saskatchewan. Now, listen, are you going to address that the f- last time we saw Puck in the Wolverine book, he was in hell? Yeah. You can address that, how he got out of hell. Uh, no, he's, he's out of hell. So How did he get out of hell? Well, that's a story yet to be told. And are you going to tell it? I, that, that is not my story to tell. 
What the fuck is that? Come on. Well, one somebody thing else wrote the story. Somebody, so somebody okay, else. okay, okay. So, but it will be told. But it will be but told. somebody okay. going to tell Marvel? Is somebody going? Somebody at Marvel is going to tell that story. I don't know. I, I love how I'm all of a sudden you care about Puck. I don't, I don't, I'm not confirming any plans. I'm just saying that that story remains to be told. Okay. And uh, it, I, I didn't write the original story, so I'm not going to step in. Right. It's a story for my bud Jason Aaron to, to wrap up as. Uh, right. Jason he, wrote the Wolverine going yeah, to hell, and he sees Puck and all that. Yeah. Great arc. Uh, so when we pick it up, uh, you know, we, I mean, we we talk about it, we address it, um, but uh, yeah, it's uh, Puck. Puck is back. He's on Earth. He's alive, and uh, he's uh, making up for lost time. You know why you're a good writer, Sam? Why's that? You made us care about Puck. Already, like already, already. We, you, like the issue doesn't hit stands until next week, and we're like, man, well, yeah, we, yeah. I can't wait to read some Puck. Like, are you going to rejuvenate all of Alpha Flight? Could, is that I, something that might happen? I actually, you know, I'm an I'm an old school X Men fan. Right. I remember Alpha Flight from way way back, so I have oh. a lot of affection for those characters. Puck um, was a no brainer to me. Uh, either Axel or Nick uh, Nick Lowe, the editor of the book, suggested Puck. I can't remember who, but. Um, I responded immediately because Puck is a smartass. Right. Just like you. How dare you, sir. And uh, everyone else in the book are are pretty serious characters. So I love having Puck to uh, make some jackass remark. The comic relief. And 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 that's really who his character is. You know, he's he's short. He's a dwarf. But uh, he, he, he so laughs in the face of danger. He's got a lot of a lot of gumption, right? As your grandparents might say, uh, he he's a guy who uh, is always confident. In, like whatever situation he walks into, he can still kick some ass, um, and that's 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 the joy. That's the joy of Puck, the Canadian Indiana Jones, the man with Saskatchewan swagger. <laughs> yeah, it all explains why Sam called me a couple months ago. I was like, "Hey, I'm writing this thing. What would you do in this situation?" I gave him a response. He's like, "Perfect, bye." Yeah, and I was like, "Wait, what? Did you I was just like, thanks click?" So that's all the puck lines. All right, that's fine. Yeah, it's exactly. fine. Kick me back a little. Hey, Derek, well, I got you Got on the it. phone. Uh, you actually, yeah. you actually, well, Derek's on the phone. You wrote a review for a PSN game. Uh, what was the name of that game again? That was called Under Defeat. Okay, so there's a PSN game called Under Defeat. It's like a top-down shooter game, like old-school 1941, 1942, but it's for the PSN. If you're listening to this show right now and have a PlayStation 3, uh, go on your PSN account. As soon as Geekscape's over tonight, I'm going to hop on the Geekscape Twitter at twitter.com slash geekscape.net spelled out, and I'm going to give away five free download codes for this game. So if you want a free, ga- if you want a free game from Geekscape... Follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash geekscape.net spelled out. You get yourself a free game. We're going to give away five codes at the end of this show. How does that sound? Sounds like you're playing Santa Claus in January, son. Yeah, we're going to do it all year here I with the Toad really Hop know Network. I don't if that's good or bad. Um, it's a bit yeah. communist. It's a bit communistic. Hey, Derek, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to drop you, buddy, but uh, nice. thanks a lot, man. Thanks, Derek. All right. Cool. Thank you. Bye-bye. Yeah. It's a good thing Derek called because I almost forgot about those codes. I'm giving away five <laughs> free video games at the end of this show. Hop He's on the Geekscape. Go yeah. Home. Yeah. In yeah. <laughs> so, guys, follow, follow Geekscape on Twitter, and uh, you can get some free games. Uh, Toad Hop, you can also follow Toad Hop Network on Twitter. That's a good place to go. Um, we've got only a, f- a handful of minutes left on the show. If you got a oh, phone call, already? drop the phone call on you. Callers, what's up? Come at me, yo. <laughs> we got about five minutes left in the show, so yeah, if you got a phone call, drop it on. What's that? You got no calls right now? No, no, the, the, listen, we, we've got Sam Humphreys. We don't need the calls. And if the calls come, maybe we'll stop for the calls. But we got Sam here. I would love to talk to Sam, but he won't tell us what he's going to be working on next. I, I, I got plenty. I, I got yeah, two yeah. big new books coming out I know next you week. do. We but we're, we're, com- we're comic books. fans. Well, we're we're no, comic no, fans. We're always looking at what's next. Yeah, no shit, right? Last, on, last okay. X-Force question. Because, you know, there's plenty of fans that loved Remender's run. Oh, yeah, yeah. Myself are, are, are these uh, fans going to love your run? 
You know, I, I, I think so, absolutely. You know, uh, I, I love Rick's Run. Yeah. I loved Rick's Run before Marvel even knew who I was to offer me the gig. Yeah. But it's the best um, X-Force in years. But it's the easily. best X-Force ever, easily. I mean, yeah. the, the, the thing about X-Force is, like I was saying earlier, it's a book of constant reinvention. Yes. The other constant is it's the book that um, takes place in its own weird, twisted world. It's not a flagship X-Men book. You can get away with things in Uncanny X-Force that you cannot do in any other book. If you pick up Uncanny X-Force and you see shit, you see characters, you see situations that you can find in another book on the racks, then I'm not doing my job. So, on... Like Hopeless's book. I'm fucking with you. That's me fucking (laughs) with you. Uh... By so both, the, uh, by both, they're comics. The, you, you got the money. By yeah, both, they're great books. Uh, so I, I think, in that spirit, fans of Rick Remender's book will love Uncanny X Force. You know, we're moving away from the, the Assassination Squad stuff, and we're we're doing the mutant ninja noir scene. I think people are really going to dig that, uh, and and it truly is. If you loved Rick's run, you know, we're not abandoning these characters. We're picking up on a lot of threads that he left dangling. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. I think any fan of of Rick's run is going to have a lot to say about the last page of our first issue. But uh, the Marvel Universe right now and, and the the Xbox is like a splintered universe. You know, you've got some old heroes that are now villains. You've got villains who are now heroes. Yeah. Where does your X-Force team fit into it? Because obviously here's, here's, Cable's a preemptive team. They're trying to keep something from happening. you got other people who are right. reactive to the Cyclops storyline. Where does your team fit? Hey, team well, Summer, Team is, Logan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, we're, we're in the post-AVX era. What the hell does you know? that mean? Come on, we're, we're, what do they we're, do? We're, we're in the post-Avengers versus X-Men era. And this is a, a, a Marvel Universe where fucking Wolverine is running a prep school. I got it. And, 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 and Havoc's running and, an Avengers team. a goddamn Avenger. Yeah, like, yeah. what the fuck is going on? So there's, where does your team still, fit? Dude, I'm getting there. I'll fight you right now. There. I'm fucking, patience, patience. I'm, is his book I'm as verbose as he is? Is, his book as is your book as verbose? You had me on the show. This is all your fault. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, you know, there's still got to be a place in the Marvel Universe for the, the scoundrels, the weirdos, the outlaws, that's what Uncanny X-Force is. You know, these are characters who are not buying into Captain America's whole Uncanny Avengers scene, whether they're invited or not. You yeah. know, these are characters who exist on the fringes. They're on the, um, the edge of the spotlight. They're looking into the dark corners of the Marvel Universe. They're dealing with things that the, the Uncanny Avengers don't even want to know about. Don't hmm. even tell them what you're doing because they don't want to hear it. Um, you know, there, the, there are a lot of books... With uncanny in the title, but uncanny X Force is going to be the most uncanny of them all. That's cool. So whatever is left to pick up the pieces, the cracks, the stuff that nobody wants else to deal with, you guys are kind of the team that goes in the real world. This is the underground. Yeah, dealing with the real world. Not necessarily a Wetworks team. Not necessarily a Wetworks team. Yeah, this is this is the underground. This is the the hidden side of the Marvel universe. This is the 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 street level mutant team takes place in Los Angeles, downtown Los Angeles, where anything can happen, as as you guys know. Yeah. Saw you work in the streets the you other night. Yeah. You saw me. I made a good living. Uh, is there anything you wanted to do that that Marvel's been like? Wait, that we got a different plans. Uh, no, really. Well, uh, really, uh, selecting the team, Marvel gave me complete creative latitude, and everyone on that book is uh, or is there because I wanted them to be there. But it's a shared universe, um, so you, you don't necessarily get all the characters you want. Um, but it was a really fair process because it really just came down to whoever had the best idea for the character. Right. Whoever had a story for the character that best served them. And I, I lost some characters that I was interested in, uh, but I also gained some characters that I was interested in. You know, I'm, of, of all the X-Men writers, I'm, I'm, 
I'm on, I'm on the lowest end of the totem pole, but uh, I was able to just by by virtue of the concept and the ideas get get characters from a. Some of the big guys. Is there more <laughs> to the team Jason than we've Aaron. seen yet? Is there going to be more there's members? There's one character. There's one character who we haven't revealed yet who's going to be a regular on the book, uh, and it's going to blow people's minds. Oh, Pixie. That's so awesome. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait. It's not Pixie. <laughs> uh, and have in, it could be Pixie. <laughs> it could it's be. It's Banshee. It's <laughs> Banshee. <laughs> You're bringing Banshee back to life. That's right. Well, Zombie I'll, Banshee. Here, I, I've given out clues before. I'll give them out here. There's two okay. clues. One is that this character has made their first appearance in the past 30 years, and the other clue is you will never guess who it is. Well, we're excited. Clues. Well, we're excited for Longshot's return. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, this is Geek. What are you talking about? He's an X-Factor. I know. We shut <laughs> up. Um, so, Sam, we are yes. looking forward to the book. The book that thank he's you, pimping right so now, much. he's got two books coming out next week. He's got Sacrifice. That's the fourth issue of Sacrifice that yep. hits stands next week. Mm-hmm. You're going to want to ask your comic shop to pull that one for you. Also, Uncanny X-Force, The Return of Bishop, in a brand new team of mutant ninja noir-style X-Force. That's what you want next week. And uh, Sean Madden, he's working every day, day and night, on Geekscape.net right. to bring you that news and the late-breaking stuff. <laughs> we love you, Sean. Thank you so much for keeping the lights Read on Read the Fallout article. Read the Fallout TV yes. article. Yeah. I'm Jonathan London. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter. Search for Geekscape. That's where we're at. Thank you, Toad Hop Network, for having us. I love you. Bye for Johnny Ice. Peace. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching.